Hey, welcome back to another episode of Cyber Misfits Podcast. I am here with Chance. What's going on? Long time no hear from. Hey, how's it going, Chance? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been real busy in these last few weeks. Uh, Denver has definitely been keeping me pretty busy. A lot of moving pieces and and just great opportunities. Awesome. So, what kind of stuff you've been doing? Uh, a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but uh, really just you know branching out and, and and making some great connections with with some great people and organizations here in Denver. Uh, so yeah, definitely definitely more details to come uh, a little later podcast for sure. Yeah, that's cool. I um been doing like the finishing touches on the uh, on the other website, offering the training and stuff, and it's coming along really, really, really good. Um, what I was going to do, I think I mentioned on the last podcast was, you know, for all of the early subscribers to the blog for cyber, uh, for, uh, csignor, uh, com, uh, for that blog for cyber misfits. And I'm going to offer a 25% discount on, um, the membership, uh, and, or of uh, the first class that they sign up for. So, nice. um, I'm, yeah, nice. I'm, I'm pretty excited about the other site It's it's coming That's along. That's really cool. Yeah. It's coming along really, really good. Um, I'm very excited about it. I love, love teaching. Like, I love like that moment, um, and you see it in their face or you hear it in their voice that somebody understands something and they get it. I love that moment because it happens real briefly, so you have to really, mm-hmm. really pay attention to it. Especially and, when it's something that you have taught them. You exactly. Know, like you're, exactly. You're passing and sharing this knowledge on. Yeah, I definitely can relate with that. I did a lot of training in the military and. Just like you said, it's, it's it's a very rewarding feeling for sure. It is. It is. It it makes me um it makes me feel good. Um, I feel like once you get to a certain point in your career and in life, there's nothing more fulfilling than helping the next person to get to that same level that you're on, or to get them to where they can surpass you. Because oh, you're right. with, with their success and their glory, you know that you played a little part of that, and um that's just as rewarding. So I'm really excited about this next project that I'm working on. So I'm um, hoping to get that out there um, pretty soon. So um, I know you've been really busy. So I reckon that you have an opportunity to listen to the other podcast um, that I did about uh, women in IT. And then this quote that I heard from Tracy Ellis Ross that kind of got with me. She had this um, TED Talk. And... Mm -hmm. On the TED Talk, she talks about, you know, how, well, it was this question. The question was, how do women get over this century-long battle of men helping themselves to, to us, to women, you know? And it's a very strong statement and question. And I went into this whole little spill about how, um, in order for, I think, stuff to to you know be different is we need to change ourselves you know like we need to get to a women need to get to a point to where we say that's enough or stop or just speak up and say something you know um so what were your Mm -hmm. thoughts when you initially when you first heard the podcast what were your thoughts you know i I thought I thought how familiar it sounded unfortunately you know the the familiarity of of 
you know, the, the continued struggle towards justice and, you know, equality, uh, equality in the workplace and out of the workplace. And, you know, from, from race, creed, gender, to, you know, all types of uh, inequality. So the podcast was very, very powerful, actually. And, you know, the fact that, you know, you're, I think you're a great example uh, to really illustrate that point, you know, as far as being an IT professional, very qualified, you know, looking at your resume, it's, it's, it's impressive, you know, and for you to be in a workplace and performing at a certain level that that warrants, you know, certain uh, high level qualifications. And yet, you know, you're still uh, treated as, you know, anything but, you know, equal and, and that respect that you deserve, you know, and on the same level as any other guy in there. Yeah, so. it's, it's a it's a very um, annoying feeling, I guess, you know, when you walk into a room and, you know, you're there, you're looking professional, get your stilettos on. Anyway, and, you know, it's <laughs> nothing but men in the room. Yeah. And and you sit there and it's almost like you become invisible. You know, mm. and then you say your point across. So it's almost like you have to come off as, I don't know, what the negative terms are that they call women nowadays. I see, <laughs> um, I see. So, you know, it's almost like you have to come off like that and just to get your point across and just to make a stand. But when you say the exact same thing in the same way a, a man says it, you're, you're called out your name. But if another guy says it, they're like, man, he means business. Really? So I don't I don't mean business. I don't mean business right now. Okay. Okay. So you're going to have to make me show you, you know, a little something, something, you know. So it's always just, it's just, just like, you know, this little battle. Oh, no, and, so I, I got a question for you real quickly. Like some person, um, well-known person in uh, on planet Earth um, mentioned the quote-unquote locker talk what are what are your thoughts mm. about that in the the workplace you know i think uh you know so i spent eight years in the military and and uh getting out of the military and working for uh this this private company it's been interesting and uh there are a lot of differences obvious differences and and you know and a few uh you know definite similarities uh as far as what i can just really compare in the work environment you know so what i appreciate about the military uh during my time was the the obvious distinction between professional and personal so at work everything is, is professional you know it's you're there you're you're doing your job and you're you know doing your job and working in a team fashion you know a group setting with coworkers and regardless if you personally like them or dislike them uh, you you maintain that civility on that professional level and get the job done because that's what you're there you know they get paid for you know but uh so i think the locker room talk and and all of that, you know, the coking and joking with your buddies, you know, there's always 
you know, it, it's the it's the age old phrase of there's a time and place for everything, right? Yeah. You know, so at at work in a professional environment, you know, for two people to be discussing anything that you know blatantly is not you know work related then it's it's really just kind of unnecessary in my opinion but you know and i get it we're all humans and you know we 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 chat and you know in an ideal situation your coworkers are also your buddies and your friends you know so you're working with your friends and you know getting the job done and it's it's cool It's, it's in a nice you know friendly you know environment that's definitely ideal have you have you worked with a lot of women oh taken have you worked with a lot of women in the workplace where you worked and have worked oh yeah so job every single job it's always been you know just pretty equally co-ed actually and um is there any like obvious distinction between like how the female is treated versus how um you guys you, you act like is is chivalry exist and does chivalry ever get to a point to where um you might find yourself coddling the woman like like doing too much for them to where they don't actually do their job because you're doing it for them because you don't want to feel like you're overworking them like has it ever been like something like that in the workplace you know I'm just I'm just trying to get like a like a man's point of view because I, I do know, you know. Let's say when I was pregnant, and you know I'll show up to work, and not only was I treated like I was handicapped, but I was also treated like I was mentally handicapped. You know. I see. And and, and it was so annoying because I'm pregnant. I'm not. You know, I didn't lose all my skills. Like I didn't. Mm. Like I know how to do this stuff. Like. So mm-hmm. it's like certain tasks were taken away from me, you know, because we don't want to overwork you. We don't want to overwork you. And, well, let me do this for you, you know. You know, you just sit there and be pregnant. So annoying, you know. So, like, let me make that determination on what's too much for me. I, I'm I'm old enough to make that determination. So I just want to know your thoughts about that, about chivalry in the workplace. And does that chivalry ever get to a point, like, to where you find yourself taking nearly all the task from someone you know i <laughs> it's it's interesting that you bring that up and i'm glad you did actually because you know like everything there are definitely two sides you know to to, every, to everything for the most part so you know for you to give the example of when you're pregnant and people treating you like you couldn't do anything you know, and, and, you know, doing everything for you, you know, just, just kind of writing you off as like, oh, you know, this, this baby inside of you, you know, somehow has, you know, steeped up your intelligence, you know, and, and, you know, dismissed your qualifications that put you in that position anyway, somehow this baby is taken away from your ability to, you know, but, but again, it's like, on the other side of that, I can see, you know, people being courteous, you know, and, and compassionate. And, you know, like, uh, if if you had to, you know, do anything laborious, you know, as a pregnant woman, uh, someone, you know, showing a little uh, empathy and compassion and offering well, to... Well, there's a line. You know, the, the, there's a, there's right. a clear right. 
line I, I i think with that like i'm saying it's not wrong you know okay well let me try to help out because you know chivalry um i hope is not dead but in the same it sense, certainly is not you know it's, you know, it's just think, think, too much you know sometimes like you know you know i definitely think that there's a line and i do recognize that line uh absolutely you know but i think that women also recognize that line you know and it's that's the other side as what i referenced earlier towards you you recognize that line and you are on the side of the coin you know because two sides of the same coin but you're on the side of the coin to where you know you you're you know you recognize that you are you know a strong woman and you can you know do these things yourself you know because again you got to that position uh by yourself you know, and, and you rather, you know, you appreciate, you know, people's compassion, but, you know, again, it's like sometimes it, it becomes too in, invasive at that point, you know, uh, but there, on the other side of that coin, you have women that recognize that and they work off of that. Yeah, you know, they, they do. They use that to their advantage. Mm -hmm. And not just, not, and, and let's just a uh, different example uh, than the pregnant one, but even just, just a regular woman, just, just in, a non-pregnant woman rather just you know in the workplace and you know i i was in the military for eight years and i have seen time and again you know a woman using her quote-unquote charm you know to get out of work and to to have an easier path yes you know? and, and and the thing is it's like you know it's like i can't uh, it's like I don't agree with it at all. No, it's just I, like, I don't you know, agree if, either. If I, if I were to put fault on anyone, it would be, definitely be the guys who fall victim to this. You know, it's like, and again, I'm all about that professionalism in the professional workplace. You know, so to see my, you know, my bosses, uh, you know, just succumb to, you know, these spells and and, you know, because for me and for most other guys, it meant that our workload was doubling, you know, because of uh, uh, this woman was able to, you know, use her charm to get out of of that work. To get out of certain things. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm tell you a very personal story. Um, this is on the side of the military. I spent eight years in the Army. And there was some good and some bad. Um, and so... What I want to do is I want to talk just a small smidget of, of the bad. The bad just for me. my Just my personal experience. Not saying this is anybody, anybody else's experience. Um, but certainly it could possibly be relatable to other people's experience. Not just in the military but in the work, workplace as well. Mm -hmm. And it, it goes along about what you talked about. So I like to work hard. I like to, to get what I want and work hard to get what I want. If I have to take classes, I'm going to take the classes. If I have to go to college to get that degree, I'm going to get the degree. Nothing's going to stop me. My children didn't stop me from getting the degree. I stayed up late at night, every night to get those degrees. Nobody stopped me from getting my certifications. I stayed up late studying, practicing, working hard to get what I want. Right. I see something. I want it. I figure out the path to go and get it. Right. The right path to go and get it. So the little small smidget of the bad. 
like it goes exactly what you said when i was recruiting um i was getting my e6 rank uh staff sergeant rank and i'm very excited i got it i'm young i'm i'm very young i want to say i was 22 maybe at the time when i got it maybe mm-hmm. 21 um and I'm I'm good. Like I'm I'm excited because I really 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 hard. I did all the classes nobody wanted to do. I did all the stuff that nobody wanted to do. I was always out there. I was volunteering. I was I was doing everything I was supposed to do. I was doing everything right, you know. Um, and when I get out to recruiting, my uh, the E6. I'm sorry, the E7 that was in charge, starting the first class, that was in charge of the recruiting station. He wanted me to sleep with him in order to have it easier oh, wow. recruiting and I'm like um, no first off I wasn't volunteered to recruit I volunteer and was he I, obvious about it or was it just you know kind of oh no he was or... obvious he just came out and mm-hmm. said that he, he wanted to hook up with me mm-hmm. um, and uh, he said it'll make your time here much easier you know and um, so, and it really made me upset, you know, because before I volunteered to go recruiting, I saw somebody at um, this uh, the station I was working at in Kentucky, and they had this gold badge on their uniform. I was like, man, that is fly. How'd you get that? And they said, recruiting, if you put enough people in, you'll get your gold badge. And I was like, damn it, that's what I'm going to do. Mm. So I volunteered with a plan and I was to get work hard to get my gold badge because there was something that I wanted and I knew how to get it which was to put people in the army right Mm -hmm. so for him to say that it really really ticked me off because that's not what I'm about okay I don't get Mm -hmm. ahead that way and what I later found out was there were other female recruiters and that's what they did they slept around in order to have stuff easy for them and what they got was they got a qualified packet going across their desk they got everything right there for them so that they would just put somebody in they didn't have to do any work and it made me upset like even more and more and more upset so what the starter first class did was he gave me more work to do I had to work the really late hours. I ended up losing about a good 40 pounds because I wasn't eating. I was so stressed out. I was so miserable. I wasn't sleeping. I was getting these really big bags underneath my eyes. And and when I told somebody about it, like, I just just got blown off. I even had a, a first sergeant tell me, well, he's putting people in the army. Maybe you should just listen to him. Mm-hmm. Even after I told him that he wants me to have intercourse with him, and I don't want to do that, and that's not how I go. And he was using that to, and it was he told me it was going to affect my NCOER, basically my my annual rating. Right? Very terrible time for me. Very very mm-hmm. terrible time. The good thing I can say about looking back at that is I never gave in. Um, I did the complaint, did the formal complaint. And I fought it all the way to the end. And I was not going to give in. I was not going to be one of them women, like you were talking about, who use mm-hmm. it to their advantage. You know, 
there's one thing I can do every day. I can look at myself in the mirror and know that I have always did the right thing. Regardless if it pissed somebody off, I always do the right thing. And I always work hard. And yes, those women or women like that, they do make it hard for those who want to to do the right thing. They want to go mm-hmm. and get the education. They want to go and do the right steps to get ahead. They want to walk into that meeting and be the only female in there and be like, damn it, you guys are going to listen to what I have to say. You know, they do make it hard for women like that, for us yeah, that do work hard. So I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that 100%. And also, I, I think, uh, you know, it, it women like that, I think also helps that culture, uh, you know, to where and and to foster that environment to where, you know, guys. They do like help themselves to women, you know, huh? Yeah. You know, you're right. That's why. That's why I was saying, like, like women need to change themselves. Like, we need to speak up more, and not, you know, what? And you, you brought a good point. Not, we don't just need to speak up more. We don't need to to let men know when to stop. Like, no, stop. I don't like the way you're talking. I don't like the way you're treating me. Or I don't like the way this conversation is going. Like, yes, we do need to speak up more. But we also need to stop belittling ourselves and giving in and laying on our backs sometimes to get ahead. You know, mm-hmm. there are those women also that we need to stop doing that. In order for it to be better for everybody, I think everybody needs to change. What do you think? No, I totally agree. I think, I think you know, it will come a day when people you know stop seeing things that divide each other and just see people you know so even in the workplace you know not seeing you know like seeing it or viewing it as this woman is good in this or you know or this woman is as good as this man or this man is as good as this particular type of man you know and it's just people and people skills and you know everyone is viewed you know as equal contributors, you know, to our society. So, yeah. and you know, it's funny. So not funny. So, um, I was listening while well, I was watching this episode of, um, what was it? I think it was beat Bobby Flay, I think. And, um, this woman, um, she was actually her sexually harassing this guy. Right. So it made it, it, it. You could see on camera that it made the guy visually uncomfortable. Um, mm-hmm. She would say, "Well, I don't care what, what he cooks. I just want to look at him." Uh, oh, are you married? Oh man, that's just too bad for you. You know. Oh, so I, I, I do see how this also can be on the flip side as well about um, men being harassed in the workplace and 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 stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think it's just the whole culture need to change. you know but again it just it just i think starts with everyone just having some you know professionalism and with that professionalism you know it it just it should it should kind of level things out you know and and people are regarded you know for their ability and and you know what what brought them to that position exactly i think i think people sometimes get comfortable and if you think about it, sometimes you're at work for eight, nine, ten hours of the day, and, and you see these people every single day. Um, I know when I started working at this one job um, as an information security engineer, uh, this 
guy walks up to me and was like, oh, I see you're married because I obviously wear the ring that my husband gave me. Um, and he goes, uh, well, are you guys happy? I said, yes. Oh, well, how happy are you? And oh, I said, wow. you know, so this conversation is over as of this moment. And I hope you have a nice day. And I just walked off. But how comfortable do you have to be to just approach? Like, this is like my first week working here. Yeah, that's that's pretty bold. You know, and it's like, I think people get too comfortable with some people thinking that, you know, they might, some people are just, <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. you're so silly. No, no, I'm not the kind of person. I'll stop in your tracks mm-hmm. now. And that, <laughs> that, that didn't come with, with just waking up overnight. It, it came with a, uh, a whole adulthood and, and teenagehood and, and childhood of just, you know, people feeling like they can just say, touch, or do whatever to me. And I'm not just saying all oh, men. Some women are bold also, you know. Um, so it's just this whole thing just pile up and pile up and pile up to where I just mentally say, you know what? I had enough. I'm just going to stop you right there because this conversation is not going any further. But if you do choose to have this conversation going further, I promise you I will end it and you won't like the way it ends. <laughs> you know, that, that didn't come from overnight. So, you oh, know, yeah, I, 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 you mean. yeah I, I do look forward to kind of, you know, from the website also from Cyber Misfits. I, I do have like some like one-on-one mentoring sessions and, um, you know, to, to kind of help women or, or men or anyone just to help them get strong and to help them um, overcome some of that also, you know. Um, That's awesome. And those yeah. are good tools that, that anyone could use. Yeah, because I never had that. There was, mm-hmm. there was this one woman I thought that I could talk to um, when I was being uh, harassed uh, in, in the Army. And, yeah, the Army has policies in place to try to prevent that but in actuality i think they're garbage you know mm-hmm. so i had this one woman i thought i could talk to until she completely flipped the script on me and just made my time miserable and you know so it's not too many women helping women out there um and i hopefully want to be able to to provide that also um that's just, really that's really cool yeah just some help you know a a listening ear to have my point of view because i'm not just saying this just because it's the right thing to say no i'm telling you this because i've been there i've been in the same situations that you have been through you know and it doesn't get easier until you start opening your mouth and saying something and you know i think or you just just gotta stop being promiscuous one like whatever it is so you know i just wanted to add that that's all part of changing the culture like you said exactly like you know a culture of maybe women knowing that it's happening to each other but you know it's that culture of just silence and acceptance you know so so it's, it's it's interesting now and technology you know definitely uh gets uh major credit for it but it's interesting now just so many the, the level of communication to where we are now, you know, able to to reach out to each other, you know, whether whether publicly 
or, you know, just anonymously, you know, like, so for you to be able to uh, offer this form, just to share your experience with people and, you know, maybe just give someone some strength, you know, to get through their own situation. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And I also can't wait to see the stuff that you're going to post up on there, too. Ha ha ha. Little <laughs> side note, Bridge. Because I do know that you're full of uh, talent and skill. Um, and I know there's a lot of people that would love to, to hear more from you. Uh, well, we are um, getting there for time. And I, I, like I said, like I, I really do enjoy um, our conversations. And, you know, and I think everybody out there listening do enjoy um, our uh, little conversations and discussions and stuff on this podcast. And, um, you know, I uh, look forward to more conversations with you, dude. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All righty then. So, well, that's it for this podcast. And we'll catch you next time. Right on. Take care, guys.